It's Monday. It's morning. It's macabre. Well, that was a question. <laughs> is it's it? Macabre? It is. It's been a while since we've done that because we didn't have that for the Diablo Pass. That's episodes. true. Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre with Scones and Darcy. We're back. We're back. We just flew back from uh, Yekaterinburg. Yekaterinburg. <sighs> Beautiful. This Beautiful time of year. this time of year. And boy, are our arms tired. <laughs> Just laugh track for <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just let it simmer. Keep going the yeah, laugh track. Yeah. Um, Keep going. Keep it the laugh track on for too long. This is a uh, first episode. <laughs> <laughs> now cut the laugh track. Um, if you actually edit that in, that I would be amazing. We'll consider it. So we are back from the Diatlov Pass three part Diatlov deep dive, where we learned that Evgeny's the only person with any goddamn common sense. Evgeny's the man. He's like a national hero. Yeah, thank thanks everyone for for listening and and giving us feedback on that. Uh, we're glad that people enjoy Diet Love Pass as much as we do. This week we I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, he Scones uh, actually is the number one fan. So yeah, so back off. Yeah, so, so give him some space. This Monday we uh, we got some spooky tales for you. We do. Ooh. And I have two stories of two women from the Big Easy. Ooh. Trying to go with it. Oh, okay. Ooh. New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Orleans. is bringing us the stories tonight. So this one is a shout out from our listener, Skelectra underscore 9119. Hey, shout out to Skelectra. Send in a suggestion and look what happens. Skelectra. Uh, yeah, she recommended New Orleans, do a lot of research and a couple of women from New Orleans. One, not so scary, but a lot of mystery behind her. Ooh. And one, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Big fucking yikes. So. The big easy. Darce, what do you know about New Orleans? What do I know about New Orleans? I know crawdads. Yes. I, I know... Beignets. Beignets. Crawdads. Um, that's it. That's about it. Mardi Gras? No. Mm, doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> <laughs> Beignets and crawdads, though. Those are top-tier Louisiana style. Oh, I know Um, Popeye's seafood restaurant chain. Yes. <laughs> Free ads. That's actually $400 going into our checking right now. Yeah, actually, it's just in chicken sandwiches. I'm going to just... Just sacks of chicken sandwiches in the Yeah, they the just airdrop chicken sandwiches using an Amazon drone. Just breaks into your house in the middle of the night and goes, this is for you, don't tell anybody. Just, oh, that chicken papas. And then it puts it next to our pillow. Yep. I was like, wow, that's Louisiana fast. <laughs> so our first topic tonight... Yeah, let's get into it. ...is Marie Laveau. And if I mispronounce anything, sorry. Sorry. For I'm absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh, man, you're so bad at it. I have never been to New Orleans. <laughs> Marie Laveau. Most of my friends now, are not Cajun. That's a Creole name. If I, That's another thing I know. Creole. French, Louisiana. I don't think she's Creole, but she's French. Isn't... I thought a Creole was like a French, Louisiana... Here, hold on. Let's look it up. Uh, ...person. 
I sound dumb. Like a, the AF definition right for Creole. <laughs> Isn't that like a Called puff Creole pastry? bastard? It's a puff pastry with cream inside or something. Like that? Creole is a person of mixed European, usually French, and black descent, oh. especially originating from the Caribbean. Okay. So she's a big fucking deal in New Orleans, and she's okay. the main popularizer. Popularizer. Main popularizer. <laughs> What's the? She popularized something. She, okay, that yeah, that's good. Well, the second <laughs> thing you said, the first thing was of the not, the typical imagery and style of Louisiana voodoo. Okay, so she popularized popularized the like I'm thinking Baron Zemetti looking. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 nice that kind of stuff. Yeah, love me some Baron. And this uh, Louisiana voodoo, if you don't know, it's a mix of voodoo from Africa and Catholicism from the French influencers in the region. So gotcha. it's kind of like... So it's a, it's a, it's the Creole of religion. Exactly. Her mom was actually a voodoo practitioner. That's sick. I wish my mom was a voodoo practitioner. She kind of is. A She's nurse? close. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Marguerite de Contrell was a freed slave and a mistress of her father, Charles Laveau, a wealthy mulatto businessman. Charles Laveau sounds like he lives on a hill and it's haunted. Yeah, definitely. Charles Laveau. Marguerite I will birth- speak like this for the remainder of the episode. She gave birth to our <laughs> main star here, Mary, at her mother, Miss Catherine's home, and then returned to a relationship, leaving her baby girl with her mother. Okay. Marie grew up and married a man when she was very young. How young we talking? She was like in her teens. She, uh, the guy's name was John Paris. John Paris, Marie Laveau. And yeah, these are some real French. Lo- yeah, suddenly went missing in 1824. MIA. This, this is a classic. Yeah, a lot of people say that he left her. He was like, see ya, I got swamps to go look at. Yeah, I, I got beignets to meet up with. Wait, is this... Uh, <laughs> like we said, we've never been to New Orleans. Yeah, this is all we know. A <laughs> uh, crawdad told her to go to a swamp and eat a beignet. Uh, and then she played banjo with an alligator. <laughs> but she claimed she was a widow. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Was she the one who perpetuated the story of the husband leaving? No, that's, that's uh, that'd be historical speculation. Okay, okay, I see. So we don't know if But she sure. said she was a widow. People said that like she was too proud, so she said she's a widow. She's like, no one could ever leave me. Oh, uh, she's like she was also reported as like very beautiful and what people called good featured, which I like is how kind you of said that as if it's a foreign concept. She's, she's like they reported her as very beautiful. Like beautiful? Like the biggest, know. baddest beignet there was? I'm like I I'm you know, gross <laughs> down and dirty. Yeah, so right, this right, beauty right. is a I very am a strange. swamp creature of a human and she is <laughs> Less that. But yeah, she was described as good featured, which is good super featured. Yeah, it's a super racist term oh. used by like papers and like white organizations to oh, say that she looks more white than black, even though she was half. Really fucked up. Yeah. Good featured. Wow. There's records that they had two that she had two daughters with John Priest, but both disappeared. Okay, why well, is every, no every fucking disappeared? Yeah. yeah, that's so that's a creepy thing about her. But oh, okay. she's Actually ends up becoming like not that scary. She Wait, worked- so we don't know where they are? It was or just like the, the house- 1800s, so it's like people could just be like, oh, oh. <laughs> goodbye forever. <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> and it's dark and they didn't come home. And I'm guessing they left with John Paris. Okay. that's I that's plan a- to speculate wildly about it. No, I like that. That's a good speculation, though. There's That tracks. So Marie obviously had to work because uh, it was the 1800s and her husband left her. And so she worked as a hairdresser, serving wealthy and influential women, both Creole and white in New Orleans. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And this actually gave her 
access to the upper class. Oh, she so gave she, her sweet, sweet connection. Oh, I see. So she was like, she was making, uh, she, she was, was gabbing the, with the gals. Yeah, at the they're connecting on LinkedIn. Oh, big time. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Uh, she began a relationship with these connections with a man from a local wealthy family. She found love again with Louis Christophe Dumensnil de Glapion. <laughs> wow, that was, I mean, it just kept going. <laughs> the way you said the other names have been skeptical, but that one was 100%. You're skeptical? What? That, that this one was? I'll do it no, again. No, 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 no. Louis Dumensnil de Glapion. What I'm saying is, I think you nailed that one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Honestly, the second time was even better than the first. <laughs> So they got down and dirty and had 15 children in rapid succession. <laughs> like, they were like, oh, what? We're Catholic? Bam, 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 bam. We need as many kids as possible right now. Okay, cool. 15? So 15 kids. Jesus. And obviously you, she had to quit being a hairdresser because she's like, I was gonna say, there's 15 fucking kids. Dude, that's... And they're not progressive because it's 1820-something. That's so like... He, he's not going home to raise them. That's nuts. That yeah. is... Basically, what, nine months times 15? You're like out of commission for like a decade. Yeah, literally. Way more. <laughs> like 13 years? That's wild. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Uh, no, she had to quit hairdressing and uh, stayed at home to raise the kids. And this is when she starts. Oh, the voodoo that you do do? The voodoo mama juju. <laughs> from the office <laughs> I actually had a beer called oh i wish i saved it for now oh yeah the big voodoo. black voodoo daddy yeah, yeah i remember that one had a lot of alcohol in it there's also that baron Samedi spiced rum or somedi if i want to say it correctly but who <laughs> it's Samedi. yeah Samedi. that is nice roll to it yeah yeah it does voodoo was actually banned in louisiana it was viewed by a large amount of the public as devil worship taking cool. people away from christianity that's yeah that's but classic however <laughs> New Orleans voodoo was less hated. Less demonic. Because it's the only Afro-Catholic religion to emerge in North America. So it had that Catholic gotcha. part to it. Yeah. So they were like, hey, we're we're going to do some cool shit, but also we'll abide a little bit to what you're doing. A little history on uh, New Orleans voodoo. Uh, in the 1700s, there were many enslaved in Saint Domingue, Cuba, Brazil, as well as Louisiana. And it was actually like slaves are a big part of why voodoo became right because they got brought over and then they're like hey we're gonna this is our thing and right. fuck you and it was actually the haitian revolution that began in 1791 that had the most significant influence on the creation of new orleans voodoo uh, i guess during the do you know anything about the haitian revolution very bloody they basically just killed all the french people no that's crazy so it was those frightening stories and i guess a lot of the people like the slaves that revolted and rose up like yep. a lot of voodoo stuff went on so it's like oh the so white it's community like, was like that's yeah. scary oh so they're like oh they use this demonic power of voodoo to win this uprising yeah it had, it had a lot of taboo ah. around the voodoo taboo that the voodoo doo doo uh because the haitian revolution began actually with a voodoo ceremony that's fucking sick at most <laughs> kind so cool i don't know how to say that a voodoo priest led the service which included sac- he sacrificed a pig and a blood oath and like to help them overfro- overthrow the French. Dude, and then when you do overthrow the French, like how can you not then be like fucking voodoo, brother? Worked, dude, <laughs> like, that pig, if he was here, he'd be stoked. Yeah, true. It was Wilbur from Charlotte's Web. It was little known fact. Full circle. <laughs> so even though voodoo was illegal technically in Louisiana, Laveau was like, fuck that. Rich people are really into this weird shit. That and, sounds like rich people. Yeah. It combined Catholic elements and symbolism 
like so she put like holy water and prayers more into it to make so, it less yeah, taboo. to make it more palatable to the and so a lot of the wealthy upper class both creole and white would actually hire her to consult spiritual forces cool. or communicate with like dead so relatives and is stuff. she like the first um what's that fortune teller lady on the t like the telephone you know what i'm talking about uh long island medium no 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 before that it was like she would like you'd call into Madame Zaroni. Mm, close. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna pull this up because I need to know. Do it, Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo, you know Miss Cleo? She had like her crystal ball, and people call in. No, that sounds pretty cool. Wait, is she still around? Can we call in? <laughs> I don't think so, but I'm sure that that like le- like the legacy of Miss Cleo probably has some kind of business. Anyway, we're that's off topic. So yeah, she would go to people's house and like do like consult communication with spirits of like loved ones or just like for good fortune as well as do different uh rituals for healing cool people had like someone sick in their family she usually did this with music and dancing and she actually reportedly had like a snake that she'd bring that would be like around her like shoulders sick the snake's name was zombie z-o-m-b-i i I bet right can't be the no no no, there's an e oh Oh, wait that's what i wrote an e down in my notes but Maybe it's zombie. I'm not going to tell her to spell I like, her I think it's name. cuter if it's zombie. <laughs> she sold Grigri bags or Grigri <laughs> bags. Uh, they're like a uh, tradition from Africa. It's just African, pot. Uh, Voodoo. They protect the wearer from evil. Grigri bags, dude. Gris-gris. Dude, we should sell our own Grigri bag. If you want a, <laughs> if you want a Monday morning macabre Grigri bag, hit us up. The it, DM us. It just has some of like dust from my kitchen floor in it. Yep. <laughs> Good. Uh, she would also c- cast curses on people and charms. So, like, she'd be like, I want this guy to like me. Cast so, a little charm. And she'd be like, Grigri, zombie. A lot of historians think that her knowledge and power, like, of how she knew, like, people's dead, like, relatives were dead or whatever, like, she'd seem to come in knowing all the stuff. Oh, from the connections with the barbershop? No. Oh. Uh, connections with the black servants of these families. Oh, that's cool. That makes a lot of sense. And so she'd use that and then I'm guessing like pay them off. Yeah, that's really smart. Actually, that's pretty cool. The biggest story that she's known for. So there's a wealthy man in town and his son was charged on rape and was like donezo. Like the court was like, he's he's done. Goose is cool. The wealthy man offered Marie Laveau a house for help. Wow. I was like, I'm going to just give you a fucking house. That's sick. And she's like, (laughs) yup. She takes three insanely hot guinea peppers. Do you know what guinea hot peppers are? I can use my imagination. She puts three of them in her mouth and because she says that pain attracts spirits and gains favor with spirits. Hmm. Spirits are sickos for some sure. reason. <laughs> sure. So she puts three of the peppers in her mouth. Casper, the friendly ghost, is like, yeah, where is she? Yeah, make it hurt. <laughs> the day of, she takes the peppers, she takes them out of her mouth, and puts them on under the judge's seat. What is the court like back then? Whether you could just like do random shit. I don't like know. That? But she's like, bloop, bloop, peppers, like before the bloop, trial. Bloop, peppers. So he didn't know. And then the trial happens and the kid gets freedom. Like he gets off scot free. Ah. And, and she gets, she the gets house. a sick house. Yeah. That's dope. She died in 1881 with a smile on her face. And a lot of people called her the kindest woman who ever lived. Wow. Okay, yeah, this is very uplifting. But other people also were like, she's going to hell. Like, she's a she's devil She's a worshiping lady. So she yeah. was a very controversial figure, but a pretty well-liked figure in the New Orleans community. That makes sense. 
Especially because she's like she's like a Robin Hood type where it's like, hey, I'm helping out everybody. Yeah. She um her tomb, you can still visit it. That's cool. People put X's on her tomb, turn around three times and knock and make a wish. And if the wish comes true, you go back and you draw a circle around the X so you can see on the tomb oh, X's that's and X's sick. with circles, yeah. like who's came true and who did like who, whatever. Who's who's just a ner- who's just a stupid idiot. Yeah. Yeah, got him. So that's the story <laughs> of Marie Laveau. Hey, Marie Laveau. And if I butchered any of that, tough. Up next is a woman of very different renown. This one's more um, macabre-y. We're getting a little macabre. Ooh, I would never expect such a thing. Yeah, that's how we get you. We we take it and we twist it. Yeah, we twist it. (laughs) We bop it. We twist it. We push it. Boing. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Scott. (laughs) We're going to talk about the Lalori Mansion. LaLaurie Mansion in West Philadelphia. Born and raised in New Orleans. Well, I spent most of my days LaLaurie. chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all, shooting some greegree bags out of the school. <laughs> I'll edit that. <laughs> <laughs> that was better than I thought. <laughs> That's for myself later. Anyway, LaLaurie Mansion. LaLaurie Mansion. It's like Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, exactly. it's the same thing. It's just ghosts and he's got An a Italian guy with a flashlight <laughs> and a uh, vacuum cleaner. Okay, that's, that's spooky. I'm in. So this is where shit gets macabre. A story starts around the same time period, like the 1820s to the like 1830s. Was there any overlap between Lavo? Oh, Not that I saw. Okay, all right. Louis or Louis I'm guessing if we're talking Creole, it's probably Louis, right? Louis and Delphine Lalaurie lived here and were the top tier wealthy and like people and they hosted parties and shit and that people doing like weird shit at their parties like you know you can easily imagine what wealthy what people do crazy at parties rich that people weird. do in like the 1820s yeah yeah sure delphine had had two husbands before this and two daughters from those men louis himself was a doctor okay delphine would build their house which was a mansion mm-hmm. and she would have little input from her husband she was like pretty like smart she was like, I just know how to build a fucking She's house. She's like, I'm an interior design wizard. Exactly. And we're about to build a sick house tonight on HGTV. So they were big time, super cool. People liked them. But oh, rumors started to swirl around the lorries. Okay. Bad rumors. Conflicting treatment of slavery. I mean, of Wait, slaves uh, that they had. Oh, they were like treating them poorly. Yeah, which is kind of... I was going to say, I thought that was just what like, people did. Yeah. Like, that sounds like but standard. Like, I guess there was a standard okay. in New Orleans at the time? I don't fucking well, know. Well, is it like murderous? Well, we'll get to that. Ooh. Slaves were reported to be haggard and wretched. On the outside, were caring... And, like, on the outside, to most people, that these two were caring and relatively polite to slaves. But a lot of the slaves looked pretty beat up and, like, unhappy. I mean, Yikes. which is a I mean, weird as thing a, to yeah, say what is the, because they're yeah, slaves. Like, what's the understand. like? What's the bar for happiness? To but a yeah, slave? on the outside, they looked caring, relatively polite to them, and they actually let two free in 1819 and one in 1832. That's good. Uh, but public rumors of mistreatment were well known. Okay, uh, a lot of people ignored these or simply didn't care because the victims were slaves. That's such a yeah. That but makes, I mean, local government gets involved and they send a lawyer to check this out. I guess you said lawyers. I was gonna say this. Then? None of this makes any sense to me, but I'm I'm glad that man. people are like keeping an eye out for the slaves. So he went. And he looked around. He was snooping. 
He didn't find any evidence of slave mistreatment. So he's like, okay, okay. This is another thing where it's like, I feel like back then it's so easy to like pay people off and like stuff like that. Where Yeah. Also, he's probably racist. (laughs) Also true. Yeah. He's probably like, yeah, the slaves are fine. Whatever. Yeah. The standards is, I don't. Yeah. That's tough. There's really no um, thing. Yeah. There's no regulation there that (laughs) they'd have to abide by. So he didn't find anything. He's like, whatever. So people start to move on until something happens. One of the Lalori neighbors saw one of their slave girls, 12 years old, Uh jump off the building to avoid being punished. Jesus. Like, I assume she died? Yeah. Holy shit. She was going to be punished because she was brushing Delphine's hair and hit a knot. What the? Apparently, Delphine was so crazy that the girl ran away, ran up to the roof, threw herself off the house, and died rather than face the punishment. Jesus. Dude, that... Wait, is she like, um... Okay. Wow. <laughs> Did she mean to jump out the window? Like oh, we're yeah. 100% certain this was like a purposeful act that she like threw herself out the window. I think it was off the off the roof, so. Oh, so she had to get up there and jump. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> That's some like omen shit. Yep. Some it's all for you, Damien. Status. <laughs> Damien. <laughs> the Lorries were uh punished as a result and lost all their slaves. Good. But God damn it. they had a shit ton of money, and as we know in America, right. they're not getting in trouble. <laughs> That's how they it works. They eventually gained all of the exact same slaves back they got by having relatives and friends buy them and then giving them That's to them as gifts or so right, something like that. Fucked up. So it shows how powerful and connected these two were. And how stupid that l- the law is that they can just do that. Like That's such a simple loophole. Yeah, and that these slaves who had like had uh, obviously were abused can still yeah, be they, sold right. again. It's just, Jesus Christ. Delphine, uh, once she got the slaves back, she kept the cook chained to the stove. That's super fucked up. And she would beat her own daughters if they ever fed the cook or any mm, other slaves. Uh, uh, n- okay. So, so her daughters would be like, hey, we're nice and have souls yeah. and she'd wail on them. That's so... Wait, now, do we know if this came to light through investigation after the fact? Or, like, do people openly know about this slave being chained to the, like... So... Here's the thing. How do you... April 10th, 1834. Okay. During a party, a fire breaks out in the kitchen. They're having parties while this man is chained to the fucking oven? It's a woman. Or this woman is chained to the the oven? Yeah. And nobody's like, that's fucked up? No. What the... That's so wrong. So they're having a party and a fire breaks out in the kitchen. The party, everyone leaves to the street, but it's New Orleans, so it actually says that they keep partying when they're out in the street even though the house is on fire. (laughs) I'm like, that sounds like stereotypical New Orleans. (laughs) When police and fire arrive, they go in and they find the cook chained to the kitchen uh, that was on fire. I can't believe that nobody was like, hey, what's up with that? Like, She was badly burned and said that she'd set the fire to kill herself to avoid being taken to what she called the uppermost room. Whoa. Because anyone taken to that room never never came back. Yup. That's spooky. Bystanders, while the fire was going on, still raging, bystanders tried to help the slave quarters, but the Lalories refused to no. let them in. So the slave quarters were like locked up and people were like, we got to let them out. It's on fire. And the Lalories were like, no. That's so fucked up. Wait, yep. are these bystanders party goers or are they just like neighbors and like not? Because if they're party goers, fuck specify. those guys because they didn't do anything before the fact. <laughs> it doesn't say. It says bystanders. Okay, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to assume it's like passerbys. Yeah. So the bystanders were like, fuck you, and they broke down the door to help the slaves anyways. Yeah. They find seven slaves mutilated, hanging by their necks and what? limbs, and being stretched on like old-timey torture devices. Oh. 
tearing limbs and horrifying fucking shit. Jesus. There's there's seven total up there? And we don't know how many they have gone through, I assume, if she's saying, hey, people who go up there don't come back. Are yep. they all dead? Or are they alive? No, no, they're alive. Oh, boy. People say that, like, they question Lori's husband about the slaves. He was told... Dude, if this guy's like, I don't, I don't know, like... <laughs> he said some people had better stay at home rather than come to others' houses to dictate laws and meddle with other people's business. What an asshole. Complete psychopath. He l- <laughs> How can you possibly be like, mind your own, bro? Like, ah, <laughs> oh, what a dick. Did he get... Did they get put to death or something? We'll see. Oh, boy. I hope so. Once the fire went out... Firemen started to dig through the rubble and actually the stairs are still intact and they went upstairs. The smell yeah. was oh, wretched. no. While the lorries never truly admitted it, reports say that when they opened the uppermost room, what they found was a horror show. They f- found slaves, some alive, some not. Wait, this is a different room from the... Yeah, so that's the slave quarters was where they were getting tortured. Oh, Jesus. The uppermost the- room is a whole nother oh, fucking God. level. Shit. They open the door and find like people all over the place. Jesus. Some with mouths sewn shut. Oh. Others had body parts that were torn off of their bodies and sewn onto other parts of their that's bodies. fucked up. Are they all dead? Are these One guys dead? One woman or these was actually still- called, they call it a spider woman or a crab woman because oh. she had extra <sighs> limbs sewed on and some of her bones were broken and reset to bend in weird ways. Is she alive? Uh, does not say. That's, uh, I hope to God she's not. That is. They also found another man fun. stuck to the wall with his face dissected and his entire head nailed to the wall. What the fuck, dude? Another man with his genitals removed and sexual reassignment surgery underwent. That's so fucked up. Wow. So while a lot of them, or some of them were alive at the time they opened it, there were flies everywhere and none of them uh, would actually survive. The yeah, good. Oh my, I hope. Ah, that's super, dude, that is, I don't, that's not as fun as Popeye's fried shrimps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Louisiana Fest. The new Popeye's <laughs> Spider Woman special, Crab Lady. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. The mansion would end up being attacked and destroyed by an outraged mob Good. after this became public. All right, that puts some little faith back in However, humanity. historians are don't want to paint the mob as heroes because they ignored a lot of rumors before this obviously. That's so st- uh, I hate I hate I hate you. <laughs> the surviving slaves from the slave quarters were brought to jail and then sold off again. Dude, could you imagine like being a slave and be like, I finally escaped. And they're like, hey, we're going to, although I guess the chances that they get sold to another family like that is probably pretty slim. Years later, uh, workmen were actually renovating the mansion and they found more skeletons oh, in the Jesus floors Christ. that were unaccounted for. That's so fucked. Dude, is there like the a total count? Part? What? Uh, no, it doesn't have a total count. Okay. When the fireman went to check upstairs after the fire, the lorries had escaped. What? Oh no, it's actually during the mob attack they escaped. They take a train to Alabama where they took a sailboat to Paris and lived the rest of their lives happily. That's... And wealthy. Fuck those people. Yep. That sucks. This is such a bummer of a story. Happy Monday, you... Thanks, Skeletra. Wow, that is so... Yeah. Fucking sad, dude. Funny story. I... (laughs) 
Uh, my brother yeah, actually texted me yesterday when we were yeah. like already planning to record this about this. He's oh, like, yeah? dude, have you heard about this? And I was like, dude. You're like, and he was like, I was like, yeah, some pretty crazy shit. And he's like, did you know Nicolas Cage actually owned the LaLaurie mansion that they rebuilt? And I was like, what? He showed me. It's like, really? So they, when, they, when they rebuilt that mansion, Nick Cage owned it Nick at one Ca- point and he sold it. Nuts. I assume he knew what it was when yeah, he Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think he was like, this place is fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, no, what was your Nick Cage I don't impression? Know. I don't it was like, oh. sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot do a Nick Cage. It's just I him just, in a dark mansion just alone, him. just going, yeah, just, oh. <laughs> this is spooky. And then he sold it. <laughs> and then, yeah. Oh, wow. Is That's Owen Wilson's his neighbor. <laughs> That'd be sick. He pops in through the window in the kitchen. He's like, oh, wow, nice mansion. <laughs> Owen Wilson's doing voodoo. Oh. <laughs> That's nuts. I, I'm still pissed that they just got to get off scot-free and didn't have to, like, ugh. Yeah. That but is at least such Nick a Cage bummer. That is really macabre, though, so... That's on brand. I like that, but <laughs> that's what the people come here for. That's, I mean, yeah, Nicholas Cage's haunted house in New Orleans for sale, October thirteenth, two thousand nine. Oh, for dude. sale for three and a half mil. We should buy it. We can afford that. It's beautiful on the inside since it's been renovated and all the skeletons have been taken out. <laughs> So that, that was just a couple. First of all, I'm not doing New Orleans justice. Like, yeah, there's, there's a shit ton a of bunch more of ghost like, stories, macabre stuff. Both these women are actually have characters based off them in the third season of American Horror Story. Classic. I think uh, oh, Kathy Bates. That's is, when they uh, do like the, the pig head guy in the the attic. Yeah, whatever, that's yeah. so. Kathy Bates yeah. is Lalori, Miss Lalori. And then uh, uh, Angela Bassett, I believe, yeah. plays. Uh, That's dark, but it's not as dark as Luigi Mansion 2. It's definitely not. Luigi's Mansion 2. In stores <laughs> now. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion 2. Nintendo Direct. When you get into that secret upper room and you find the skeleton crab lady or spider crab lady up there, she's so hard to and suck she doesn't in that fit vacuum. In your vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> so big shout out uh, to Wikipedia and Ghost City Tours. Ghostly Tours. Shout out, shout out, and shout out to Skeletro one more time. Thank you for the suggestion. To everyone else who has sent in suggestions, uh, we're getting to them as fast as we can. Obviously, we can only do one a week, and we do them in advance. So uh, if you sent it in and we can find enough info, we will definitely do an episode on it. Um, but thanks, everyone, for writing in. Thanks for listening to today's Spooky Monday Tale. If you want to send us suggestions, you can either use our contact form on the website, www.mondaymorningmacabre.com, or send us a DM on, Slide our, into our, DMs. on our Instagram or Twitter at Twitter, MMMacabrePod, and Instagram, Monday Morning Macabre. Please keep telling people about the podcast, rate, review, all that good stuff. We appreciate it. It's, uh, it's, we've get, we keep getting nice reviews and people saying nice things, and it makes us feel good. Makes me feel good. Makes us not feel like a crab lady in an attic. Thank and God. For that, I've felt that you. way for far too long now. <laughs> or and like a guy with his head fucking stapled to the wall while it's dissected. Yeah. That's insane. It's I guess he's a, a doctor, which makes sense because turns out a lot Does of it psychopaths make sense? Become, I don't think it makes sense. It makes sense why like 
they'd be able to dissect the guy's face. Sure, I guess. But like, also doctors seem to be a, they, like, a yeah, lot of serial killers seem true. to be doctors. That's a good point. So if you're a doctor, we're on to you. Yeah, watch your back. Watch your back. That's uh, and that, don't don't come find us. <laughs> yeah, please stay home. <laughs> we're sorry. We don't mean it. We, we, didn't, we didn't mean it. It was just a joke. Uh, and have a good Monday. Have a good Monday. Keep reaching for that rainbow. <laughs> Boy. Boy. <laughs> <laughs>